Hey, this is Amber Gaddis, middle school pastor at Kingwood Church, and you're listening to the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast. Thank you so much, Amber Gaddis, for that wonderful introduction. And I want to thank all of you for joining me for the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast, the podcast that seeks to motivate you and keep your youth ministry moving forward. I am your host, Paul Turner from the discipleproject.net. And I hope that wherever you're at in the country, in the world, uh, that you're having an awesome day or night. And um, I found the perfect time to record this podcast. Uh, it happens to be the night of the Academy Awards. And I'm not a huge fan of the Academy Awards. I mean, I used to be. But the more political the shows became, the more disinterested I became. So that's just how it goes. So it's the perfect time for me to record this podcast. And I want to thank you guys for joining me. So let's go ahead and jump into the motion metrics. This is where we give shout outs to all those that are listening out in the great wide world there. Uh, top cities, Sebastian. Now, I believe that's Sebastian, Florida. Just got through visiting some friends there. So uh, if that is my friend Debbie listening, shout out to Debbie and Graham for listening to the podcast, if you're listening. Um, Stuttgart, I hope I said that correctly. And uh, La Habra. And those are top cities, which uh, you may be able to guess. Uh, where they're from, I don't know, but uh, Sebastian, uh, Florida, that's in the U.S., obviously. Uh, Stuttgart, Germany. Once again, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, a shout out to Germany. Uh, and the U.K., uh, they are listening as well. So good for you guys. Thank you for doing youth ministry there in Germany and the U.K. and all the cities across the nation. Okay, I'm going to get personal for just a second to just talk about my frustrations. <laughs> One is when I go to iTunes and I look up youth ministry in the podcast, you know, this podcast does not come up in the first, you know, wave of them when you look them up there. Uh, and, and the ones that I looked up, there's half of them that have not put out an episode in a couple of years. And so I don't, I don't, I don't understand that because um, I try to be faithful. I try to come on here and do episodes every week and, and try to say, look, I'm, I'm doing my best here. And then you got, you know, podcasts that are, you know, not um, doing episodes anymore. So I can't do anything about that. Right. But here, this next one, I, I think we can do something about it. And that is sharing this podcast with a friend. Uh, I see many times where a youth pastor in a Facebook group will say, uh, you know, what are your favorite podcasts? And if you're a youth worker, who's happened to be in any Facebook group. And then somebody says, Hey, listen, can you give me an idea of a good podcast to listen to? Would you please go ahead and put a link uh, to this podcast there and say, Hey, have you checked out the youth ministry motion podcast? Paul's a good guy. He loves youth workers. And uh, I'm going to give a, I'm going to give a shout out to him. So if you'll do that, man, I'd appreciate it. And one more quick announcement. Uh, I'll be doing some summer ish podcast coming up uh, some more, uh, advice maybe on, on summer, on doing camps, things like that it is the time and it is the season. I hope you are doing camp. Uh, and so we're going to do some of those. I have an interview coming up with my friend Bobby Jackson from Rally Point Ministries, and uh, that's a great interview. So that's going to be coming up. Uh, so lots of good things moving forward. But tonight I have a episode for you that is going to introduce my first course that I've ever created. And it's called Squad Goals. And it is a uh, course. It's a seven-day course uh, talking about goal setting. And tonight I'm going to give you the first lesson for free. 
The rest of the lessons are, it's an email course. So you get one email a week for seven weeks, working on the various pieces and parts of, of goal setting within the context of the whole church and not just your youth group. And uh, tonight I'm going to give you the first one for free. But the rest, if you say, look, Paul, I'm interested in that after this podcast, you said, man, I, I really like the rest of these lessons. What can I do? I'm going to put a link down in the description below uh, to uh, where you just sign up for the email. It's only $7. That's a dollar a day if you're doing the math. And, uh, and I think it's going to be of great value to, because it doesn't matter. You know, we look at goal setting from the point of view of, uh, of, you know, is it the beginning of the year when really goal setting is happening all the time? You know, you're setting goals for your next outreach. You're setting goals for uh, the fall coming up. You're setting goals for this summer. You're always goal setting. There's not just one definitive time in which you're setting goals or trying to, uh, construct a set of goals, maybe for a particular semester, but you're always doing that. And so this course is going to help you really hone in on what you're wanting to do with your youth ministry, but not just your youth ministry, but within your church, uh, with a uh, relationship with your pastor, uh, and also your own personal goals. You cannot forget about yourself in this goal setting process. It's so important to do. So many youth workers forget to set their own goals, their own personal goals, because they're so busy setting goals for other people, you have to set your own goals. So tonight I'm going to give you lesson one from this course, and I hope that you enjoy it so much that you'll want to hear the other six. Mike Tyson is famous for saying that everyone has a plan until they're punched in the mouth. And, and Mike Tyson could not be more correct when he was talking, if this is applied to 2020 you know that that's absolutely true. Everybody had a plan for 2020. Everybody had a plan pre-pandemic, right? But during that time, you know, you got to answer a lot of questions like, what is Zoom and how do I use it? Uh, how do I create an online service? And when we do get back together, what kind of social distance games, right, are we are we doing, you know, that are, that are going to be good for our kids? And so in discovering that, you know, it was a, it was a terrible thing, but you learned a lot right? You had to set new goals. You had to come up with new ways of, of moving forward and having service and ministering to kids. You answered those questions, right? You had to do set new goals on the fly. And whether it's a new year or a new quarter or a new month, you can have new goals. And that's why Squad Goals is here to help you, right? That's why I created this thing to give you the benefit of, of a goal setting process you can use, not just in just one time, you take it over and over again, right? Because the lessons apply, you get notes, all that stuff. But each day for seven days, uh, you know, one week at a time, you know, you're going to receive a lesson that just like I'm about to give you has a devotion, has some articles, has a worksheet, has some quotes, and it has a goal setting sheet to help you align or realign your goals and expectations with the reality of your ministry. There's no easy answers, no shortcuts. You have to put the work in, uh, into these lessons if, if you're going to get anything out of it. So we're going to jump into the very first lesson here, uh, and it is called Setting the Right Goals the Right Way. Proverbs 21.5 says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Now there are some key words in this verse I want to I want to focus on. I want to highlight if you will. And the first word I want to focus on is the word diligent. Diligent. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance. And that word diligent in the Hebrew means sharp. And it conjures up the image of this word 
being a threshing tool. That's what Solomon was talking about. This kind of threshing tool. It's, uh, uh, you know, that the plans of the diligent, those that are sharp, those that are uh, basically using their decision-making process to separate the wheat from the chaff. And Solomon says that making sharp, decisive decisions is the path to abundance. Being diligent doesn't mean to physically work harder or longer. It means going through the process of goal setting with the purpose of separating the good stuff from the fluff, the wheat from the chaff. The second word I would focus on is abundance, and that means preeminence. That root word is preeminence or surpassing. And Solomon says that the result of this diligent or sharpness of decision-making is to lead to abundance, preeminence, surpassing. It means to surpass or to rise to superiority. Putting this in the context of youth ministry is what if you could rise above through sharp decision-making the hurdles that are facing you and your youth ministry? Thinking out your goals will help you focus and give you an abundance of time, confidence, and results, putting you at the top of your game moving forward. The third word that I want to share is hasty. But everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. And the word hasty means to be pressed, to be closed. Hasty decision-making comes from being under pressure. You feel like you have to do something and quick. Cutting it close in your decision-making and goal-setting process does not give you time to introduce people to your why behind your decision-making. This is why setting your goals in advance is so important, right? You have to introduce your team as early as possible. Wrestle with them. Let them wrestle with your goals. Let them wrestle with it. And then you introduce them to the ministry part, the ministry decision that you want to make. Hasty solo decision-making is the textbook definition of haste makes waste. You make a fast decision, and I'm not saying every little decision needs to be, you know, this kind of court hearing, uh, but if you're going to do goal setting, then everybody's got to be on the same page. Now, the last word I want to talk about is poverty. The plans of the diligent surely lead to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. And that word poverty in this verse means in need. Being hasty leads to another year of unfulfilled goals at the end of the year and wondering where did things go wrong. If you want your youth ministry to end the year with abundance rather than being in need or in poverty, then you have to start with the threshing process and decide what is important and what is not. Now, let me offer you a few questions to work through this. Question number one. What were your youth ministry goals last year or last quarter? What were your youth ministry goals? Write those down. Now, if you could go back, what would you change about your goal setting process? How did you arrive to these goals? Were they hastily made goals or were they well thought out, well planned goals? And was everybody on your team with this or was that a decision you made? There's, there's nothing uh, worse than coming up with an idea And then you have to sell, 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 and you spend a lot of time and energy selling these things to your group versus being in the process together. Now, the third question uh, I want you to do is define abundance and poverty as it relates to your goals, right? If your goals are achieved, what kind of abundance would it bring you in your ministry? 
What is, how would it cause you to rise up if those goals are achieved? Now I want you to think, if your goals are not achieved, what kind of poverty or how would your youth group be in need uh, that would cause your ministry to lack in some way? You know, what would you not have? What would you not be able to do because you didn't reach maybe a certain goal in ministry? And then the last two questions are, what was the last well-thought-out decision you made and what was the result? I'm going to repeat that. What was the last well-thought-out decision you made and what was the result? Now ask yourself, what was the last hasty decision you made and what was the result? What was that decision you made? You made it hastily. You probably shouldn't have done it that way, but it did not turn out well. And that gives you kind of a comparison of saying, look, well thought out decisions are great and hasty decisions are probably bad. Now let's go ahead and forward into the worksheet part of this where you then have to say, okay, right? I have to ask some questions. I'm breaking this down into personal goals. When we're talking about larger ministry goals, I'm going to break it down into the five basic goals that you're going to be looking uh, towards. Uh, But there's going to be the personal goals, and then there's got to be uh, the youth ministry goals. So let me go ahead and start with the personal goals, because personal goals can't be uh, or, or youth ministry goals can't be divorced from personal goals or even lifestyle goals uh, when it comes to these things. Students need an authentic model, a person. They need a person to authentically model what, what the goal should be, right? Whatever that goal may be. And they need a weekly opportunity, a practice to grow in faith, right? They need a person and they need a practice, Goals, when it comes to youth ministry, is less about numbers and more about modeling the practice of godliness. The spiritual goals of the group cannot be separated from the personal practices of the leader. So what goals do you need to set for yourself in these areas? Okay, so let me give you the, the five areas. One is evangelism, right? If you want your kids to share, well, what is your, you know, you want to invite friends and so forth. Well, what is sharing or being a witness of God's grace and goodness? right? What is your evangelism like? How, do, how does that translate to your students? How do they see you doing evangelism? Number two, discipleship. That is the practice of following Jesus. How are they seeing that in your life? Not just in the, not just in the, in the room when you're in the meeting with them, but how do they see it online, offline, in the grocery store, uh, wherever you may be at the outing, at church? How are they seeing discipleship practiced in your own life? Worship. Uh, surrendering to God's purposes. How do they see you living a life of worship? Because we all want our kids, uh, you know, our students to, you know, share their faith, uh, be disciples, the practice of following Jesus, worship, the, the practice of surrendering to God's purposes, service is number four. And that means, you know, serving one another and the community. How is that a practice in your life? And then the fifth one is fellowship, which is deep relationships with other believers, having a deep fellowship of accountability, of, of depth, of where you can have these deeper conversations. How is that modeled in your life? And then you take the same list that I just shared with you and you say, okay, that's my, that's on my personal goals because they need a model. They need a person to be able to see that in. And then they need a practice, right? So make a list of your youth ministry goals in these five areas. You've made them for yourself. Now, what does it look like for the students you serve? And be as detailed as you need to be. Use the back, uh, uh, you know, of of, a book nearby or whatever you need to use to take notes, 
right? What do each of these look like when a student practices them? What is their youth ministry? What does an individual student look like when they're sharing their faith, right? What does it look like when they're the, the practice of following Jesus? What does it look like when they're worshiping or surrendering their lives to God's purposes? What does it look like when they're serving each other in the community? What does it look like when they're having deep fellowship or deep relationship when they feel accountable, when they're having that, I am my brother's keeper kind of moment. I am my sister's keeper kind of moment. So as you begin to process this, you're, you're now seeing that this is not just about setting a goal or a number goal and say, well, I want to have this many kids. How do I get there? That comes later. That's, that's part of this course. But to have a healthy and successful youth ministry, you've got to start from scratch. You really got to start from the beginning. And what a great opportunity is for many of you to be able to do that because some of you are starting from scratch. You're having to rebuild. I, I know many people that I've talked to, people that I'm coaching and saying, hey, I got, I got X amount of kids. I'm not seeing a bunch of kids come back. Where do I start? And right here, this squad goals, goal setting course is perfect to take right now. And so if you're interested, I'm going to put a link down in the show notes below and it's only $7. It's $7. It's a way you can support uh, the podcast and say, look, I'm going to, I'm going to purchase this thing. I'm going to go through the seven weeks and I'm going to set some goals and uh, I'm going to get this thing on track. I'm going to, if your youth ministry is off track, this is a great way to get it on track. If your youth ministry is on track, it's a great way to uh, examine your youth ministry and say, look, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, sift my ministry through these goal setting processes and make sure I'm on, on track here as a whole. And once again, I go through various lessons. I talk about being in alignment with your pastor. I talk about how to get your parents on board. I talk about goal setting with your students. All these things are part of this course. And I hope that you will take a look at it. And thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you feel motivated. I hope you feel like you can move forward with your youth ministry. And uh, if nobody has told you lately that you're doing a good job, I got news for you. You're doing a good job. You're learning, you're growing, you're getting better. You're overcoming challenges. You're doing everything you know how to do. So don't beat yourself up. If I'm telling you you're doing a good job, more than likely you're doing a good job. So kudos to you. Keep up the good work. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep loving teenagers. Keep loving Jesus. And keep doing good youth ministry. That's it for today, guys. I'll catch you guys in the next episode.